Today, all our readings bring us to the very core of the reality of the Christ mystery. Our Old Testament and Psalm celebrate the global and universal impact of Christ's gift. Way beyond a blessing to a mere tribe of people, the Jewish people, but now to the whole human race. Our scripture readings reveal the deep truth that Christ is not only born into history and into our world, he is also eternal God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, the eternal Christ who is before all creation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. That means Christ is the voice of the Genesis account of creation that said, let there be light. He's that Word. He's that light. When God said, let there be light, there was light. And so Jesus is the eternal word who speaks the universe into existence. He is the Christ who speaks all creation. Everything that we see and don't see, he calls that into being. And he calls it very good. In him was life. And the life was the light of all people. There is simply nothing exclusionary about this message. There's nothing tribal about the Christ. We all have him to thank for our existence. He is the light which illumines the minds and the hearts of every human soul. The word for world in Greek in our text is the word cosmos. It's where we get our word cosmos. Its meaning varies depending on the context that it's used. It can sometimes refer to the world as a negative connotation. That is the world that rejects Jesus and persecutes Jesus and his followers. The world that puts you and me through trials and tribulations. The world can also refer to what we also now call Earth, our physical home, this spherical blue planet. But it can also mean, as it does in John, the sum total of everything, the cosmos, the sum total of everything. You'll remember Genesis 1.1 that John is riffing here. He says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. There is nothing that is, was, or will be. There is no thing, no matter how many light years away, that the Word did not speak into existence. All things came into being through him. 
Matthew and Luke, those two gospel writers, tell the accounts of the birth of the Christ child in Bethlehem. They beautifully emphasize the humanity of Jesus Christ in those stories. But John here beautifully emphasizes his divine nature as the eternal Christ. It's not an either or, it's simply that John wants to emphasize that the beginning of the story in Bethlehem is not the beginning of the Christ. It's not something we naturally think about, especially perhaps at Christmas. We think of Jesus Christ perhaps as Jesus' first and last name, but it's actually a full title of who he is. They both emphasize two wonderful truths. First, that the babe born in the stable in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago is God's gift to humanity. But secondly, eternal God and the second person of the Trinity was also the gift to humanity, the one who was, who is, and who is to come. We can over-domesticate Jesus sometimes with the way we tell the story. We make him into a cute little baby who never grows up in our minds or in our hearts. Or we talk about him merely as a great prophet, a great teacher, or a great miracle worker. But we can never rightly understand or truly know Jesus if we don't also know him as the Christ. We could also over-spiritualize the Christ child. Did you hear the Christmas carol? The cattle are lowing, the poor baby wakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Really? <laughs> no, Jesus knew what it was to be hungry and thirsty. Jesus knew what it was to bleed to sweat, to suffer, to hunger, just as we do. And how else was he to tell his mother that he was hungry for her milk? We need both his divinity and we need his humanity. How else can we know God's infinite love unless he makes it accessible to us in the Christ child? For Jesus Christ is the mediator between God and the human soul. As the writer of Hebrews says in our reading, he is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. And so God does the unthinkable, the unimaginable, the unpredictable, the eternal word becomes flesh. Not two persons, but one eternal person who has now taken on our humanity, both divine and now human. And he has now made what would be out of reach, now reachable. God has fully extended his reach to us in the person of Jesus Christ. It's why when we get to the story of Pontius Pilate who put on the cross above his head Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. It's why it's such a sick joke. 
The first was his mere human title, his name and place of origin, Nazareth. Yet we know from John's reading that's not his ultimate origin. The second shows that Rome, what Rome will do to traitors who call themselves king. And yet Jesus very plainly told Pontius Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. It's a kingdom that was forever before he was born in Bethlehem and it will be forevermore. He is Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega, and He is the beginning and the end. He's the one who is, who was, and who is to come. Now just bear with me for a minute as we consider this cosmological Christ He's not even merely the Lord of this planet. This third rock from a star that we call the sun. He is the Lord of the solar system. <laughs> he's the Lord of the Milky Way, our galaxy. Now bear with me, he's even the Lord of Andromeda, our nearest neighboring galaxy. He's the Lord of all creation. In the beginning, he created the heavens and the earth, all the galaxies, all the solar systems, the moons, the asteroids, and the planets. Jesus Christ is Lord of heaven and earth. The Christmas story emphasizes earth, the gift to us as humanity. As our scripture says, all things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. If this is the one who was born in that manger wrapped in swaddling cloths, then it will take no great imagination to see him grow up to be the savior of the world and the Lord of the universe. This anointed one will confront our sin and the brokenness of all creation. He will forgive, he will repair, he will restore. In his words, I will make all things new. Today, we don't merely celebrate the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. We celebrate the unfathomable arrival of the divine, the word made flesh. What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. This, this is Christ the King whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to him bring laud the babe, the son of Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.